Hey ladies, it's your favorite dating coach here. Do these titles sound familiar at all? Uh, what to do until love finds you. Secrets of an irresistible woman. What are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships? <laughs> hey, what's up ladies? So today I'm gonna show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak for you. So how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave? Coming up, a year and a half ago, she said she was fat, broke, and miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it? In silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city. That was like Hi my guys. best Judy Garland. That was so good. <laughs> she uh, would love this fucking poinsettia on my head. I think you use the word best loosely. I think so. That was after my holiday pour of red wine, which I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, snap. Girl, you drank that fast. We just started. I. Uh, what do you mean I drank that? We recorded for like three hours. Another episode, not our Christmas spectacular. I, you know what? I don't know if you ladies and gentlemen know this. Carla Nell is a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to all things creative. Quit your eye rolling. I can that's, see it. <laughs> that's ridiculous. So we've been recording for like eight hours. And okay. No, we've been recording. No food. No water. <laughs> no bathroom where's, breaks. Where's the craft table? Where's craft services? <laughs> Oh I need God. a granola bar to keep my blood sugar up. You Merry are such Christmas. a fucking diva. You're such a fucking I'm a diva. diva. Oh my goodness. If I ever get to the point in life where I have a writer for things, watch out. Because that's going to have some really crazy ass shit. I cannot wait to hear your writer. On that note. Oh my God. Welcome. I need four bottles of strawberry Stop. Perrier bubbly water. I need a llama named sassy i need <laughs> i need lilacs but like make a whole wall out of them i need condoms in the mini fridge i like them cold i like it cold <laughs> my vagina is very hot that's right i need cool ointment down. of all shapes and sizes okay listen you guys Welcome to Land Your Man's first ever Christmas Spectacular. Christmas Spectacular. <laughs> Which just happens to fall right smack dab at our second episode of our second season, which is a season of sex. A season of sex. Yes. Mm. Uh, so Delia and I were trying to come up with creative things to do for our Christmas Spectacular because... There's not a lot of books about sex at Christmas. So. <laughs> well, Hallmark is kind of dedicated to, I mean, it doesn't come out and say sex, but right. like romance, I guess, at Christmas. Romance. Yes. But a we're Hallmark... going balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hallmark holiday XXXmas. So. <laughs> So Delia and I, oh. what we did for you guys, because you're the fans and we love you, is we looked up some topical information 
for the holiday season. And we came up, oddly enough, there are Christmas fetishes. Yeah. And there is Santa porn. You're welcome. So. We hope you never look at this holiday the same way again. That's right. We want to destroy this entire uh, industry for you. We... (laughs) are gonna share some fun little christmas fetishes i have hot chocolate delia has wine i'm wearing I have a an headband. empty glass of wine she does have an empty glass of wine i'm wearing a headband with a christmas package on it and delia is wearing a poinsettia wreath on her head uh and i am about... the owner of one single jingle bell i have a jingle bell <laughs> And I don't have any mistletoe, but sometimes I do kiss the back of my own hand. So Nice. I did just get a text from a gentleman <laughs> caller saying he's very excited to lick my pussy. So I don't know if I can hang that Merry up anywhere. Merry Christmas. <laughs> if I can hang that up anywhere or what? I don't think so. I don't. Do you need it? Happy a, holidays. Do you need mistletoe for that? Wouldn't that be a weird tradition? I, I don't think so. I think that's like game on. What if that was a, a Christmas tradition? A mistletoe would be beside the... <laughs> You're beside standing the underneath a mistletoe. And... <laughs> My favorite Christmas tradition. Yes. You are required to take your pants off and have your pussy licked underneath a mistletoe. So That'd be a great Christmas tradition. Of course, you know... Maybe keep the mistletoe where the children aren't present. Um, yeah. This is definitely real. not a kid-friendly show either, FYI. This don't, <laughs> like, don't. I don't know that we need to so much say that, but I feel like uh, it I deserves. think we so much don't ever have a kid-friendly show, but uh, this one is particularly no. not going. We have basically been recording our other episode for a couple of hours now. We're a little punchy, but we <laughs> are not going to let this season go by without having a Christmas spectacular. We're not. We're not. No. So let's get right into it. Dwarf fetishes and morphophilia. Uh... (laughs) Wait, so that's particular to Christmas because of the elf thing? Yeah, because of dwarfs. Who does love Santa the most? Why it would be his little helpers. So I found... Okay. An article online. Well, I found an article online. I'm stealing it because I, I mean, I guess I could have made up some fetishes. Isn't that what you do? But I mean, I guess that's kind of the internet, right? Yeah. Thievery. This is an article uh, written by Harmon Leon. And it's basically called Five Strange Christmas Fetishes. Okay. So let's just dig right in. Um, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. So a Santa fetish is a real thing, guys. Santophilia is a sexual fetish for all things Santa Claus. If you have this sexual fetish, you basically want your stocking stuffed by Saint Nick until you scream ho, ho, ho. That's what it says. <laughs> um, and I, Delia, I'm going to share something with you. Mm. Um, I don't think that I have a fetish about this at all, but I did. Oh. Uh, there was a, a a gentleman that I dated once that wore a Santa suit for an event, 
and I Carla did <laughs> I did want to take it off of him and have sex with him. I did. Really? Yes, I was already See, attracted was to him. Like, mm, okay, all right. Well, I mean, but I was you're attracted tra- to him, or the fact that you could take off the suit. No, I was attracted to him before the Santa suit, and then when I saw him in the Santa suit, like with you know, with kids and like oh, a little like being all sweet, and I was like, ooh, get that suit off. I want to so make- I can sit on you. I want to make babies. I would like to sit. See, here's why I think Santa fetishes and Santa porn are like a thing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. One, you're sitting on some guy's lap. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like a softball. Like, that's a lobby. Yeah. Party. Right. You have the naughty and nice list. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 It's all, it's all set up. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah. So, so that's a real thing. People like to fuck Santa Claus, I guess. I don't, (laughs) I mean, whatever, each to his own. I'm not going to judge it. I'm not going to judge it. The second one is a tree. I'm not going to, I'm not like that. The second one is a tree fetish, dendrophilia. It's an abnormal attraction to trees. If you have this fetish, you are sexually attracted to your Christmas tree. Uh, imagine what happens once the Christmas tree is decorated with dangling ornaments. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah. I love decorating my tree every year, but I don't want to have sex with it. I don't. No. So I, again, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge it. This one is really disturbing to me, and almost like. Should we even talk about it? But this one is called. It's on the list. It's part of the article. It's on the list. And we're just going to say it. It's called paraphilic infantilism. Infantilism. I don't know. So this is someone who enjoys role playing as an infant, which involves wearing diapers, drinking from a bottle. Okay. Yep. And hanging out in an adult-sized playpen, basically regressing to an infant. So imagine if you have paraphilic infantilism and the joy on your face when mommy tells you it's Christmas Eve. I mean, (laughs) it's great. So question for you. Sure. Because we know each other well, but not that well. Well. If you had to, would you rather... In that oh scenario, okay, be the baby or the mommy? Oh my god! Oh You're my welcome. god! Oh my god! <laughs> the mommy. Okay, that wasn't that wasn't okay. as hard as I as you were making it out to be. I would like to be the mommy. Number four is dwarf fetish or <laughs> morphophilia. So okay. Yeah, this is a sexual interest in another who has greatly varying body proportions to oneself. So with that in mind, it says Santa's little helpers takes on a whole new meaning. Jingle all the way. Now, to me, that's just they're just reaching there because uh, maybe people are attracted to little people. Does that have to be a fetish? No, I don't 
think so. Couldn't you just be attracted to who they are as a person? Yeah, I think. I mean, if it's something that you're not exclusively, I mean, what defines fetish? <clears throat> that you're exclusively attracted to that and nothing else? Yeah, I guess. I mean, because so if I you're think attracted about... to like a dwarf and attracted to it, but I mean, you're attracted to him because of his personality. <laughs> well, right. What I'm saying. So like when people talk about men who have a fat fetish and I've always been like, well, I don't want to date somebody who has a fat fetish. And then my therapist was like, but if they're attracted to you and their your body type pleases them what what do you care <clears throat> so to me i'm like well why is that a fetish then it's just why can't that why is it a fat fetish or why is it a more a dwarf fetish do you know what i'm saying um i think it's because it's that <clears throat> it gets you off specifically I guess. like you can't get off any other way i know so it just if a dude is attracted right that's the whole no i agree but to me it's like it just lends itself to making out um overweight people or dwarfs like the other i'm being way too politically yeah. correct considering we're doing an episode on christmas fetishes moving on um <laughs> carla you you're really bringing down the spectacular part of this don't you think <laughs> this is our christmas Bummer episode. Um, financial <laughs> domination. This is one. This is a fetish. Financial domination is basically spawned from the idea of making a Christmas list and then humiliating your secret Santa into twice. giving. No, humiliating your secret Santa into giving you exactly what you want. Wow, that like sounds super involved. <laughs> yeah, because that person showering you with money and gifts gets them off. Huh. Okay. I have not met that person, but I wouldn't no. rule them out. No. You know, That's if some guy was fetish. like. Fetishes fascinate me anyway, because they're so, like, some of them are so particular. Yeah, totally. And it's like, how does that develop? Like, how does one develop that particular financial humiliation of a secret Santa? <laughs> like, I just. Right. Well, I think they're so I think that fetish is financial domination and they're just trying to tie it into Christmas because. OK, gotcha, gotcha. I would actually be OK with that fetish if a guy said, listen, bitch, I have to buy you a car or I can't get off. I would be like, fine. OK, gosh. OK, buy me a car. I would like a sob. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you the only person left in the world who wants to own a sob? Yes, I am. And I don't care. I'm not ashamed. Just like people That's... aren't ashamed of their fetishes. <laughs> I love Is them. Is that a fetish? But see, that so a sob would be a perfect car for somebody with this fetish to buy from me because you have constant, you have, they, they break down all the time. They're shit boxes, but they drive. Yes. They drive like a dream and they're so, I think they're so cute. I mean, they quit making, they don't even make them anymore. They're so shitty, but they're such <laughs> cute cars and they drive like butter. So 
I would be like a sob because you have to just keep putting money into it, honey. You just got to sink money into it. Yeah. Every time we make a repair, I'm going to get you off. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know. I yeah. know. Yeah. Did the transmission break down again? BJ for you tonight. Again. Again. So that's that article. Five strange Christmas fetishes. What have you got for me? I know you got some, girl. Well, I Googled the term Santa porn. <laughs> and. <laughs> Which started out as a joke. But it's a thing. It's a thing. Oh, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And what is fascinating to me is that there is a porn for every flavor. Like, yeah, there is every flavor. People be coming for me after this Google search. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're going so, down. You're going to be arrested after we finish. This, I'm totally going to be arrested. You are. I mean, you can find every flavor of Santa porn on, I'm on Pornhub right now. Okay. And I guess, I don't know if you can find this year round, I'm guessing, but you know, oh, I'm tis sure the season. You can. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Why not? Tis the season. And it looks like a lot of like, you know, children all snug in their beds. And by children, I mean big titted women. <laughs> and... <laughs> What I love about this as <clears throat> as a writer, I love the titles of some of these porn videos. Yes, let's do it. Hit me. Let's see. Here's one. And I'm guessing this is the porn star's name. Gianna Dior gets her pussy stuffed by her Santa stepdad. Oh, dear God. Very specific. It's so disturbing. I know. It super is. Let's see. Eight seniors but, get pervert and gangbang attempting Santa dressed lady. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just so, so Christmas with Santa Chinese lady. <laughs> <laughs> see, like I would never in my um, it, like in a million years when I've <clears throat> gone to, you know, I'm like, OK, what do I want to watch? And OK, I'll admit it. I have watched pornographic material okay I yes full disclosure and I've done searches and it has never crossed my mind to combine pornography and the holidays and Christmas no no but they really do combine it with such a plume I mean there's so many Santa <laughs> Santa outfits and so much like set decorating happening. I'm going to do a little um, experiment. I'm just Googling. I'm just Googling Christmas porn. Just just that. There okay. are 303 million results of, of Christmas porn, which I find fucking fascinating because now I'm thinking to myself, no wonder... These fucking conservatives want to put the Christ back in Christmas, right? <laughs> I think they're too late. Something else is already putting that back in Christmas. <laughs> well, when they say, we can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. 
Well, I think some, they should be able to because if you can say early it. Christmas present, hot fit girl with butt plug gets fucked by Santa, <laughs> you should be able to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There are no limits and you can still say Merry Christmas. It's fine. You can, yes. <clears throat> Even us godless Democrats will definitely, us godless liberals. That's right. I say Merry Christmas all the time. Yeah. No, I do too. I I actually have even gone to church and I'm a liberal, so, you know. Oh my God. What? I mean, it's the reason for the season after all. Not I mean, there's Santa just porn, so many great, like, double entendre. So I saw mm-hmm. Mommy Blowing Santa Claus. Okay, fair I, enough. I like I mean, that this one. Is, yeah, there's just so many good ones. Is I that think. a variation of "Baby, It's Cold Outside"? Because you know the whole. Oh, I'm thing sure of, there is. Well, because "Baby, It's Cold Outside," people say is kind of like a date rape song, basically. I and I love that song. That makes me that bums me out. Well, I feel oh, like there's too many. That there's a lot about that song that I think could lend itself to a real discussion about our podcast because it all goes back to women not being able to express what they want sexually and having to like beat around the bush and be I really can't stay I have to go away because I think the whole point of the song is like she does want to stay she wants mm-hmm. him to coerce her almost to stay so that she doesn't seem like she's being a slut and so i (laughs) i don't know it's fascinating but people call it like a date rape song and i don't i i get i get the connection but i don't understand why i don't don't think that was the intention either no of course not the intention was the song was written in like the 20s when or whenever it was written, I don't know it was written, but it was written at a time when women, it wasn't cool for women to just stay at a dude's house. Be like, you know what? I am going to stay here. Here's my coat and I'm going to take off my pants too. Yeah. There you go. Nowadays, it's like, I'm going to stay. So. I'm going to stay. We can just stop singing. Because, yeah. Do you have protection? Yeah. Um, I- <laughs> no, I don't need any wine. I, I don't drink wine. I'm vegan. i'm totally fine like boning it out sober yeah i don't you don't have you don't need alcohol to have sex with me it's all good here's a fun question i wanted to ask you but then i guess our our couple of listeners can go ahead and jump in on this so during the holidays um Mm -hmm. most people travel a lot and they go to like their parents house Right. Um, sex at one's parents' house. <laughs> what about? I don't it? think I've ever done it. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, mostly I've lived in the same yeah. town as my parents, so there's no reason to like spend the night. Yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking about that. I was like, wow, parents, people have to get creative in that. Yes, they do. Scenario. I have done it. It's okay. very gratifying. Not at my parents' house. I mean, I've had sex in my house when my mom lived with me, but I didn't see it like, oh, this is my parents. I'm going home to visit and getting laid. No, but, but like, I mean, if you went to somebody's house. But seven years of a long-distance relationship, uh, I yeah. 
I flew into the beautiful Midwest many times during the holidays and I had sexual relations with my boyfriend in his parents' house because that's where he lived. They had a huge house. They basically, his parents were upstairs and we were downstairs. And it was pretty funny because a lot of the times we would wait until like late in the night to get it on. Because even Did though- Did you like set an alarm? <laughs> No, but there was this one night it was, this is like one of the best memories of my life of just having like downtime with a person that I was sleeping with. We had, so it was actually Thanksgiving and I went there and this was one of the nights that I had some of the best sex of my life, which is so wrong based on what I'm about to tell you. But so we did this thing where we would watch cheaters we would and i i fucking hate that show so much but that he loved awful. it it, is it was horrible worst. but he loved it and he would just sit there and laugh at it and he would make me watch it and then he would just you know he would look at me and be like are you gonna do that to me you know and you know he'd be like you're being filmed right now he would always joke and stuff he was totally joking but so we had watched a cheaters marathon for probably about four hours and then i got up to go to the bathroom it's a yeah. lot of cheaters it's a lot of I, cheaters yes and you remember my ex right i mean you weren't around him a lot mm -hmm. but he was very mischievous he always had this little twinkle in his eye that i just it just oh i just loved it so much but anyway so i got up to go to the bathroom and I walk back into the bedroom and he goes, guess what? And I said, what? And he's like, he like did his eyebrows. Like he's like to catch a predator marathon is next. <laughs> so, so it's now like, cause we're waiting, right? We're it's, it's about 10 o'clock at night and we're waiting for his parents to go to bed so we can have sex. For so the house watch. to be silent. Yes. So we watched to catch a predator. He and I cuddling and, you know, just like being together <laughs> for like three hours. And let me tell you, nothing will get you more uh, worked up than watching a show. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, about trapping some, that's some, some weird foreplay. That's some just... weird foreplay right there. I'm not going to lie. It was the most hilarious night. And I remember at one point looking over at him and I was like, are we really gonna do this now? And he just looked at me and he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I Girl, just- it don't matter what we watched, <laughs> okur. Well, it was just hilarious because it was like, it was just one of those really sweet moments, but it, it where it was just so wrong. But it was so mm. funny and fun. And we, that night, will go down in the books as one of the, like, hottest nights of sex I've ever had in my life. And I can't explain to you why. I don't want to make a correlation at all because there wasn't. It was just, I think, more about being 
together all day like that and snuggling and laughing together for hours. Well, just the hilariousness of it. I think, like, humor is one of the best forms of foreplay. Absolutely. And then finally getting to to do it. Well, yeah, because you're, like, waiting out his parents. And it's like, how long have they been asleep now? I know. And we're, like, grown adults, like, you know, laying there just waiting and then we all of a sudden we hear them like turning off the lights and shuffling up the stairs and we're like, now, <laughs> now, right now. Yeah. And I'm like, you can turn that off now. <laughs> we're going to turn that off. Please. So anyway, so yes, I have done that. Okay. That wasn't the only time, but that was the best time. <laughs> um, what else do we have for this holiday season? Well, that has to do sex and Christmas. There are some more fetishes that I haven't covered yet. My God. There's actually what I'm finding. Santa porn runs a gamut, but basically it's like balls and jingle balls and. Right. Sweaty balls. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's some really sick shit out there, too, but we don't need to get into that. Uh, no, but, you know, change it up a little bit this evening. The, the With only You and your man. Yes. I have found most of the same fetishes over and over again, but the one that was different that I found, it's called Chrysophilia, and it is a fetish with sparkly things. So. <gasps> I might have that. Could you imagine walking into, like, a big lots at Christmas? It, there's oh so my many God. sparkly things. Would you just like just pour cum? <laughs> like, I mean. Yeah. Or a Michaels. You're just like squirting. <laughs> just like you rub glitter all over your body. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder if there's a fetish for flocking. Oh, my God. I'm sh- There's got to be. I mean, right? There's got to be. I don't know. I mean, I I would not be surprised. I mean, there's. I feel like there's nothing new under the sun. Right. No, I, I think that if it if, if if you can think of it in your head, then it exists. That's what I think. Yeah. <clears throat> um, here's a fun article from Vice going back to Santa Felia. Santa Felia. This the title of this article is Santa is a surprisingly popular sex symbol. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just So it says, as Pornhub reports, there's a reliable peak in Santa-themed porn searches during the holiday season. There's plenty of it to watch, too. In fact, search for Santa Claus on Pornhub alone brings up more than 1,100 hits, with hundreds more on their gay site. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Then it says, oh, ooh, this is not a bad idea. Search for Sexy Santa on Amazon, and it brings up more than 8,000 costumes and accessories for those who wish to enact their own real-life Santa sex fantasies. Oh, my gosh. Can I get a Santa butt plug? Oh, my God. Why not? Oh, my God. This says something so disturbing down below. So it says, why are so many people hot for Santa? As a social psychologist who studies sex for a living, I have a few thoughts. The fact that a lot of people are turned on by St. Nick shouldn't be surprising because we've known for a long time that people can develop attractions and fetishes for virtually anything or anyone. 
-hmm. fact, we can trace this idea back to Sigmund Freud, who famously wrote more than a century ago that human beings are polymorphously perverse, meaning we nice. aren't limited to obtaining High sexual- High five, human beings. <laughs> I know. And this, we cover this in our season, guys, so keep listening. Uh, blah, 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 meaning we aren't limited to obtaining sexual gratification through socially or culturally normative behaviors. This is where it gets real dark for me, and I didn't even in my head think that this was a thing, but now I realize it is. This is why some people get off on clown porn. Whoa. I can't. Girl, I'm not it gonna... took a turn for you. I can't. I'm not. I can't. Anyway, she goes on to say that there's a lot of, just what you said, there's a lot of sexual innuendo built into the story and mythology of Santa. But that's not all that's going on there. For some people, we may be seeing a type of uniform fetishism in which they become sexually aroused oh. by the idea of wearing or seeing someone else dressed in a uniform. But, like, uh, let's <clears throat> just real quick walk that back because... <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back. I... A Santa uniform isn't quite like, you know, the military or a firefighter. No, no, it's definitely not. <laughs> I mean, it's like a chubby old guy, which, you know, <coughs> but it's, you have to trip but it, somebody's trigger. But like the uniform in specific is not. But it's like people that have a furry face. <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. They wear big old fucking animal costumes and they get off by that i could i mean to me what's the difference of a big santa suit or a big dog costume i don't know a unicorn or some you know <laughs> that reminds me of comic con mm -hmm. one summer and i was working at the old spaghetti factory in downtown oh, san diego the old spag fag uh, spaghetto and we had a competition every day that Comic-Con week. Uh, okay. Real quick, just real quick. Yep. I found another fetish. I'll tell you after your story. Okay. So we had this competition that we'd win like bottles of wine and all this stuff. And it was for like the best costume in your like area every night. Mm -hmm. So day one, it opens... We're open for maybe seven minutes. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys walks back and is like, I won. I won it already. I won. <laughs> and we're like, get the fuck uh, out of here. It's like, you know, it's fucking 507. <laughs> like, you did not win for an entire night. And he's like, there is a man dressed as a unicorn in my section. And I keep stepping on his tail. And so, like, eight of us peek out from behind this Oh, corner. my God. Oh and, like, the head of the unicorn is, like, sitting on the table. And this guy, like, has hooves for hands. And it's like, no. okay, fine, you won. <laughs> <laughs> you All right, it. we're not even, there can't even, I mean, what stormtrooper is going to measure up to a unicorn? Yeah. A gentleman wearing That's a unicorn costume. amazing. I was in a show once, years ago, a play. And it was in a small, intimate theater here in town. And I, I look in the monitor and I see a woman sitting in the third row oh with, with a real doll, you know, like a human sized, like mannequin, real doll. Uh-huh. Like, 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like so a the dir- friend? Like another... Well, I mean, of course, I didn't know the reasons at the time. But my... So come to find out, my director... I told my director, I'm like, uh, is that what I think it is? And she's like, yes, it is. And I'm going to go take care of it. Because I said, I'm sorry, that's going to be terribly distracting for me to try and do the show with the woman and the mannequin. So was it a lady mannequin or a gentleman mannequin? It was a lady mannequin with a lady. So with a lady. Okay. Yeah. So apparently this person was a donor and had come to the theater many times with the mannequin and they'd never turned her away, I guess. Anyway, so yeah, so she, yeah, she came to the theater and she had mannequin with her. So as disturbing as that was, I don't think if I, if I could go back now, I probably mm-hmm. would have let her stay. Maybe it's yeah. something that she needed. But back then I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, Put one last- Leave her in the car. One last thought in our Christmas spectacular about um, this article in saying one other thing worth pointing out is that people are hornier than usual during the holidays. Google searches for sex and online dating increase, and there's even a surge in condom sales. Then we come to cuffing season. So cuffing season are people who only pair off during the holidays. Like they have to have a relationship Really? That develops during the holidays. Yes. That's a thing? Is that a That's fetish a too? thing. I don't know if it's technically a fetish, but it's an entire season called cuffing season, which to me, and it's only a specific group of people that prefer to pair off during the holidays. I think that's about as close to a fetish hmm. as we're going to get <clears throat> in regards to actually yeah. forming a relationship. So anyway, that's really all I've got. I just wanted to touch on a few things having to do with sex at Christmas because that's what time of year it is. And I, I'm a very generous person. I like to share, (laughs) I like to share the gift of knowledge. Yes, exactly. So listeners can do their own Google searches. Yes. And perhaps, you know, share in some holiday merriment that this episode brought on. Absolutely. We try not to take ourselves too seriously. We do not take ourselves seriously enough. We wish you guys a wonderful holiday season. And we hope you'll continue to listen to us. What's our next book? We have a lot of amazing books lined up for you this season. We're excited to share Yes, what's our next episode about, Carla? The next book is Men, Love, and Sex, The Complete User's Guide for Women. That's my book. I need that user's guide. It's excellent. I highly recommend it. And I can't wait to share it with our listeners. As usual, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or at our website. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at LandyerMan at gmail.com. If you have any exciting Christmas sex stories you'd like to share with us, please do that. Please do. We welcome these things in our inbox. And yeah, have a very satisfying holiday y'all yes yes have a satisfying holiday that's such a polite However way you do that. yeah have a Hallmark, satisfying yeah, to holiday. say bang it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah however a lot you, of christmas cookies 
however you get off at Christmas, we hope you get off. <laughs> Without further comment or <laughs> critique, that's it for uh, 2019, girl. All right. Wrapped it up in style. Yep. We will be gone next week and we will see you back on January the 3rd in 2020. Bye. Bye. Landerman Podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than Carlinelle and Delia Knight.